0: Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Power Within podcast. My name is Trevor Evers, I'm your host, and this week we have a fantastic guest. Her name is Katrina Marison. Now Katrina is from the Hypnosis and Therapy Centre. She's based in Dublin 12, and she's qualified with diplomas in LNP and life coaching, and she's developed her skills further with diplomas in hypnotherapy, mind coaching and advanced certificates in conversational hypnosis. She also has a diploma in mind coaching and she's certified as a practitioner of the Simpson's protocol, Ericksonian hypnotherapy and psych care. Now, that all sounds absolutely fantastic, so I'm sure you'll agree, folks. So I'm going to bring Katrina in here. Katrina, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. How are you, Katrina?
1: Hello, Trevor. Thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. I've heard some beautiful broadcasts from other people so far with you. So very well done to everybody. So this is my turn and um, I'm delighted to be here.
0: So Katrina, it's fantastic to have you on the podcast here today. I've just gone through a couple of lines of your bio. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and the work that you do?
1: Thank you, Trevor. Delighted to be here today. My God, that sounds like a great bio. You think I have thing to do because you're just focusing on <laughs> what am I going to do next so I can help my clients. you know? So um, what I would say is I have added to my bow over the years because I do think it's important for my own self-development that I try different things. And if if I'm look if I happen to see something that you know, gets my attention. I will go do it. It's a bit like going to um, hypnosis conference last year where we met, as you say, and sure. um, you know, a wonderful experience. And I'm delighted that we're in a like minded, um, you know, group now because it's lovely to be looking forward to even a Christmas party. We have a Christmas party. That's right. Can't wait. Um,
0: thanks for yeah. thanks to Sharon and Jen out there for organising it.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> You're brilliant. Absolutely. I look forward to meeting up with everybody. But for myself and being in business for myself. And I have a family-run business with my husband. Um, it's called Hypnosis and Therapy Centre. And um, we do also other therapies as well. And um, we'd like to have the client in whatever way that we can. So I suppose, looking back to when we first, when I first started, my husband has been doing this longer than me. He started counselling first, counselling with hypnotherapy, and um, introduced hypnotherapy through that. And then a few years later, um, you know, I was doing life coaching at the time and I was doing NLP. And then right. I suddenly got introduced to the to other things. Mm. And I've been adding to my own sense. And I love everything that I do. I meet great people. And I suppose part of all of that is using my skills now to help other people. But I remember way back when having the fear and having, how am I going to do this? How is anybody going to, how could I ever help? How could I charge people? all of that you know because who am i but i suppose you grow in yourself by understanding yourself where you want to go and um and these courses will help but i suppose you can only do so many courses before you have to head into i'm actually going to do this you
0: have to take the jump know? that and, jump
1: yeah, yeah. yeah and the most important thing really is finding yourself what do you want yourself what do i want to do in my life other than the normal things that people might do whether it's family whether it's nine to five whether it's a hobbies whatever the case may be and trying to fit it in and not making excuses not oh i can't because i have kids i can't because i have to work you know if it's something that you really want it can, you can start small take an hour or two hours or three hours a week but the idea would be that right. you would use the information that you get from the course and give yourself all the self-help you need to help yourself find yourself first because by finding yourself you can help other people.
0: Sure and, and it's very it's very uh unusual to have a, a couple married couple both to of therapists uh would you would you like to uh, tell us how that dynamic works do you learn off each other um and so on? I
1: suppose um we've always been very I suppose the type of personalities that we are we've always worked in jobs that we, you know, that you can help people. You. you know, we're always interested in kind. We we, we see ourselves as kind people, caring people. Um, we love our families. We love our children. I'd give a hundred percent. My children always come first. We have three grown lads now, but you know, um, I have to say, I love being a full-time mum when I, they were younger. And um, we were in a position that we could do that. Fico worked very hard. He had a full-time job and he did part-time, you know, to build his, his own business. And then he went full-time uh, with the courage that he had because it got to the stage whereby he was working a full-time job but didn't have time to... He had so many hours he could put aside for business. And yeah. then he decided, I love doing this more than I love the job. At some point, he made the limb because he built himself up with the courage and the strength and the empowerment, I suppose, that he knew his stuff and that sure. so many people out there needed. And the I know I know I've met both of you
0: back in, back in uh, May at the Irish Hippotherapy Conference. Yeah. And what strikes yeah. me and comes across is that for both of you, you, you really love what you do. You really love helping people, yeah. don't you?
1: Yeah, we really do. Yeah. And I think we learn through our children as well. I learned patients. I learned to be, you know, to be patient and, um, yeah. you know, to give them the time they needed to grow. And if I knew now what I, if I knew then what I know now, I certainly would have, you know, done things differently, but they turned out okay. And, so you know, they still come home to visit and all of that, you know, so we must have done something right. But, you know, there was a time I decided that it's time I, I, I looked after myself and I did a little bit more for myself. And, you know, I want to go back to work in a sense to help financially so the fIGO could go full time as well and that so he could do his passion because I could see how much he loved it. And that yeah. so we make that decision amongst ourselves we decide this is what we do uh, and that and that's what I did and I became a driving instructor, which I worked around the boys at the wow, time. Brilliant. So as you can imagine the sports here and there. And um and fun. so I was able to do that part time. And that, and then when it got older into college, I went full time, and then I then I started adding to my bowl then, and I did hypnosis then, and then I added to my bowl. by doing other things because I really love, um, having all these things that I can dip into to help other people. Um, so the most important thing I got from it is myself, and where I am myself, so I know what I want. I have goals for the future. Um, I have goals I've achieved. Um, But the most important thing is giving myself self-care that I need, the time I need. I don't just mean spending money and going shopping and all of that. I mean downtime (laughs) where I'm relaxing, where I'm just doing some breath work, where I'm doing this, you know, um, aerobics, going to the sauna, things like that, which I have earned. I I feel I've earned. I don't feel guilt about doing these things. I Mm. think that's one thing everybody should, you know, uh, do for themselves. Something that... You know, that's just for them because you know, we give to our families, we give to our job, we give to everything that we do so much that we need to find time for ourselves. And even one or two hours a week, even one minute of sitting in silence by yourself and just allowing your mind to wander and just remember the good things, be grateful for what you've got, be happy in yourself. but you can decide right now in this moment, I want to feel happy, I can be happy. I might feel sad right now, but I can change that feeling into happiness by choice and decision making and that's what i learned to do make good choices make decisions and make decisions that i can live with and by the at the end of every day to look back and say yes that was a good day okay there could be some improvements or i didn't get around to do an a b or c but still feel good that i'm proud of my day and i'm looking forward to tomorrow."
0: what do you like most about what you do
1: the results the results that people are saying. Now we don't don't you, people won't always give you testimonies because some things are really very private. And I deal with that private stuff. And a lot of people come to women because you know they feel they can speak to women easier than they can speak to men. Although that's not the case, but that's some people have that that idea about it, right? But um you know and so I would say the pleasure I get out of helping people and seeing them move from here, going from being Sometimes not realizing how negative they are and how much they give out themselves and how much they're down on themselves, instead of looking at how well they have it and how good they've gotten. And if you've got this far, knowing what you know, how much better they're going to feel and building their confidence and their belief in themselves. That's what I really get great. You know, seeing the change, seeing their face change, seeing the whole demeanor change. I'm coming back and saying, I had a great experience. Do you know what? I actually feel like I had a good day today. It wasn't perfect. But I had a good day and i have mm-hmm. having the energy, the energy that it brings to start tomorrow. Go to bed, have a good rest, let everything go from today, and then just start again tomorrow. And none of us are perfect. So we have to allow for that. And just, once you're doing the best you can, you can't ask any more of yourself and then just learn mm-hmm. and then just. Kind
0: to yourself. Be caring to yourself. Yeah, that that and makes, uh, makes you so happy. much um, sense uh, and it resonates with me big time. Because when I started doing hypnotherapy back in 2010, in the first couple of years, I was very um, let's say I I'd get very hard on myself and beat myself oh, up for yes. yes. a mistake. So if the results didn't go the way I wanted it to, I would be more upset than than the client, you know, at times. Yeah, and so yeah. you have to make sure that, like, I've learned that the hard way, you know.
1: To yeah, we all learn the hard way. And, and you know, yeah. it's in learning, it's making mistakes. It's in the negative and things, what we see as a negative thing is actually where you learn the most sometimes. And you free yourself up. Freeing yourself up, but I am human. I go to make mistakes. That's okay because in making mistakes, it's sometimes they're the lessons you learn from the most.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we have a duty of care to ourselves and a duty of care to any client that we see to give them our best. So in order to give our best, we have to look after ourselves. Yeah. So it means if you expect people to pay you for a service. you've got to be expected to pay other people who are more knowledgeable at you at the time to help you help yourself. And that's what we want for all our clients, to help themselves. Hmm. So in order for us to be ready to do that, we need to look at ourselves first. You're helping yourself to help other people. And that should be your main focus. When you're you're seeing a client, it shouldn't be, oh God, what am I going to do? And it should be, how am I going to help my, my client? What does my client want? What does my client want to achieve? And yeah. you know, and that's really where the focus should be on throughout the session, mm-hmm. not in oh God, how do I feel and um, you know I feel oh what am I going to say next? It's just totally zoom into what the client wants and then yeah. let you know your intuition take over
0: and and, and, and the work that time. you do, would you um do a mixture of uh one to one sessions? um versus um online sessions now and like do you in your opinion like the effectiveness of is it the same effectiveness or both like whether you see some someone in person or whether you see someone online because I had that kind of mindset before where I was convinced that in order to help someone to the best of my ability I needed to kind of be in their presence you know yeah. and do the one-to-one sessions but that like I understood and have learned since then that that's not the case that you know I've done smoking cessation uh, sessions as successfully online um as um the same as the one-to-one um sessions so what's your opinion what's your experience in terms well of- my
1: opinion my experience and only my experience and only my opinion is it works as well either way it is down to the purpose and how comfortable they feel with it now at the beginning as I said at the beginning of COVID we mm-hmm. took a holiday we just kind of you know went and just did our own thing and I was kind of delighted having a little bit of time at home got up in a few things but yeah. then you're sort of thinking well where is it going to go from here so we got involved with our son and we put a plan together and it took about a month for everything to kind of you know ringing people old time saying you know it doesn't look like coming back any soon for the safety of yourselves we're doing everything online and say so, oh well i'll wait till you come back was was really what everybody was saying and then it came that well you know when we'll come back anytime soon so we have to we've set ourselves in our own mind believe it in ourselves that well you know what it works as well online as it does like because we practice with people who we knew and we gave them a free session. We said, look, let's do a Zoom call and just see how it goes. It won't be one of your sessions. It'll just be. So, yeah. you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. And that's how we kind of, you know, put people's mind at rest, right? We gave them free sessions at the start. Just one or two, just to keep, you know, just to get started. Yeah. And then they realized that it makes no difference because once you close your eyes, whether you're in the room with the person or you're in Timbuktu or in Portugal <laughs> or anywhere else, you're, yeah. they can hear you as well as they can hear you if you're in the same room so that's how yeah. we did it, and that's how we went Brilliant. from having no business to having a thriving business in actual fact i would say our business grew tenfold during covid because it was something anxiety was a huge one that people were yeah, facing absolutely. fear stress You know, having to work from home with children, having to work from home and not feeling very comfortable themselves on Zoom and all of that public speaking, you know, all of these things. So, you know, all of these things came and we just went with the flow. We had to settle ourselves first. We had to make a decision ourselves that this is what we wanted. And we had to give our client what was needed. So we just got on with it. But that came from us. Not only having the information, because then we were brand new into this. Now, remember, you know, we hadn't done Zoom. Three but done one or two. I hadn't done any.
0: It was a bit scary for you, I'd say, at the time, was it? To push yourselves out of your comfort zones. Once I did
1: one or two people free.
0: Yeah.
1: It didn't bother me after that. And after that, I was very excited about it because guess what? I didn't have to travel down to the office. I didn't have to go out of the comfort of my own home.
0: Yeah.
1: I was able to you know, sit down one one minute, do an hour, and then go off and do something else, and then come back and do another hour. And I actually really got into it, big time, and I really loved it. Yeah. Now, I was always in a car anyway. I was used to a small space, you know, when I was teaching driving. So I was used to being close with somebody. So I loved that rapport, and I suppose that's one of the reasons why it took me a while to get into hypnosis. Because yeah. I loved doing that for so many years, and again, it was my comfort zone. So, I just had to get comfortable then. I had only done a few clients here or there, face to face. So, really getting into Zoom is probably, I don't know whether it was easy for FIFA, that's up to him to, to say it another time, but it was easy enough for me. Once I did one or two and mm. I was comfortable about what I was saying.
0: But it opens I, up a whole new world as well and uh, uh, the scope of the 100%. clients that you can reach, like uh, all over the world, isn't
1: the it? Timing was, was yeah. brilliant as well. Mm. And I knew that once they were, they had their eyes closed, I knew that I could, you know, have them even more. So what I used to do was I used to prepare myself a little bit beforehand. I used to have things that I said to everybody, no matter what they came to me for. Because when people come, they're always going to be a little bit nervous, whether it's in face or on Zoom. So just to answer your question before I forget, we do a moment, I would say I still do more Zoom than I do face to- face right I right. open up to anybody who wants to come face to face I do face to face but anybody that is happy to do zoom I do zoom and usually people live in Dublin even want to do zoom because especially if they have children or they have a very busy schedule giving up an hour is long enough without having at a half an hour on either side or longer if they live down to the country
0: yeah But people so, needed it more than ever you know, we in the went time to international? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because everybody's living a very busy life. So it's up to, to clients then to make the choice whether they want face to face or they want Zoom. And then they're content. And some people say, Well, do you know what? I'd like to do face to face. I don't think it would work for me. You know, I said, Well, that's no problem, we can arrange that and I'd look on my calendar and and do that. And I'd also say to them, But never be stuck. If you're running late, we can do we, we can do it from Zoom. Or you can do one or two, you know, from Dublin, or you can do it one or two from Zoom. Just mix it up. So I, I would yeah. it, mix it up a little bit. And yes, you'll have the clients that only want to do face-to-face. There's plenty of people who are very happy to do Zoom. Because maybe they're doing a lot of Zoom because of their work as well. Yeah. They have been used to doing COVID. And I think COVID, you know, opened up the world to everybody, not just... You know, your immediate family opened up the world as in speaking to people abroad. It's a bit like, you know, uh, when people go away to different countries, you might speak to them at Christmas time and you might speak to them at Easter time or whatever. But now, with WhatsApp and you know, with all of these other inventions, we can speak to people on a regular basis. I just only went to Australia for two years. Actually, my son who does the IT. And, you know, he he was still, would you believe, he was still helping us in Australia. He was still helping us in right. Australia because he was able to do everything over the internet. Yeah. So we, our business was thriving during COVID, when other people were afraid. Yeah. And you know, you could probably be honest with yourself, Trevor, and say that. Well, it was more about me not wanting to do Zoom. How I, yeah. how you felt about yourself doing Zoom, and then yes, it, it, you know, it is a one-to-one seeing people face-to-face. But when there was a time we couldn't do it, the way we looked at it is we still wanted to help people. So how else are we going to help people? How are we going to help all these people that are in a bad way? So we decided that we would do it and try it, you know, on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And it worked.
0: How did you get the message out there that you were making the transition from one-to-ones to Zoom as well?
1: Well, we had people's phone numbers, texts. So first of all, we ask people for email addresses, but we we, were texting them saying, you know, we can, obviously we're on the phone as well, because we do sessions and we also speak to people on the phone in between sessions. We open it up for people to call us in between their sessions. If there's anything that's going on or they're struggling in any way, they don't have to wait till their next session. They can text us or they can WhatsApp us or whatever the case may be. And we'll get back to them by phone so we had that opening anyway so we had their phone number so we just rang everybody personally and we asked them would it be open to send them a link so that we could have a chat over zoom you know not a session just to chat so they could get familiar with using zoom and then we offered them a session on zoom and we went from there and then any new clients that came in because we advertised you know everybody looks at their phone everybody was looking at Facebook back then, everybody was looking at Instagram, so we would have you know, and Google, and if you search on the Google, you'll find us quite easily we'd be yeah. up there at the top, right, right because right. Of, of our Google accounts and all of that, and obviously because of the hits that we get, and we trust Pilot now, we've added in as well so, you know, so that was how we, we got ourselves out there And,
0: and in what different ways Katrina, do you help people? What main issues well be we do with everything, a bit of everything, anything. yeah.
1: Now the only thing is we don't do psychological disorders, people on medication for, you know, uh, mental health issues, you know, and um, because we, you know, and we've had one or two approaches, and we've had yeah. one or two based on the advice from their doctor. We would get a letter from them. Now I usually let could do that because he's done counselling, he's done other stuff as well. So you know which. You know, I haven't done, and I feel more comfortable helping everybody else. So I would help people. I mean, we, we both have people with anxiety, with insomnia, with weight loss, with uh, smoking, lack of well, non-smoking with addictions. Um, you know, we never promise that we can get rid of addiction totally, but what we do, we we promise that we can have. Well, we don't promise anything. We say we can have them help themselves, and yeah. we will do say three sessions or five sessions. But at the end of the day, we always explain to people, you know, it's how you receive information. Like, hypnosis is not a power I have over anybody. Hypnosis is a way of learning and receiving information and how you learn and how you receive information. Like, you can come to me and say, oh, well, no, it's up to you to fix me. I'm not going to fix anybody. Yeah. It's you in yourself. Mm. But certainly I can help with the unconscious part of
0: it. So if so- I'm sitting here like and I'm open to uh, getting your help, I must be at the threshold to make that change and be ready to take personal responsibility for my own success and outcome as well. Yeah. Would that be true? And when
1: you, you get that question, well, yeah. what if it doesn't work? Well, I get a refund yeah. whatever? And I'd say to people, well, if you went to a course and you went to college or you went for a diploma and you were given all this information and everybody in the class is given the same information, not everybody yeah. is going to get the same, same mark. Because some will get a, a grade, an A or a B or whatever the case may be, or some will go into business immediately and some won't. So it's down to the individual. It's down to your own self-care. So I always say to people about looking after yourself and I'd always ask them, what do you do outside of work or what do you do outside of, you know, like socializing or what do you do, you know, health-wise for yourself, what do you, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and you know you get a little bit of background and I say well how else can you help yourself and when I'm doing hypnosis I'll put in those sort of suggestions how else can your unconsciousness help you help yourself you know and what other suggestions or ideas can your unconsciousness help you with to move forward in this area or that area or whatever taking control making good decisions I speak about you know taking back control I speak about making good decisions I speak Mm -hmm. about building your confidence your belief in yourself all of them things and i would speak about those things no matter what people come to me for
0: yeah
1: i do a lot of non-content sometimes people come for smoking but we all know people smoke or drink or overeat because they have underlying issues sometimes it's peer pressure sometimes it's just i started at 12 and i just can't stop and sometimes say well i've tried it before i haven't tried it. or i've done my car's books or whatever the case may be and it didn't yeah. work And i will say, well, you haven't worked with me before. And I would say to them, you know, I always, when I ring people and I make a first call or I get my my girls to make a first call, I'll always, we'll always send them on, copy into our, you know, a link into our website so they can have a look through, they can see the testimonials, they can see what we do, how we have people and all the branches that we have because we have so many branches. We've even, we're branching out into business coaching, you know that so there's lots of different things where we're growing in ourselves and then we're growing in business you know so but none of that is possible until you look after yourself first yeah because my main job is to help me to help my family and to help other people be the best that they can be so my main focus when I'm looking at my client is do you want and how would you like me to help you and then based on what they say i say well like you know would you like this would you like that would you like the other? because i don't want to because people are afraid that you're going to do something to them i'm I'm only going to help mm. you in what you want but in the meantime i'm going to help you with your confidence you know with your self-esteem you know building up your trust and belief in yourself being a bit braver and a bit more creative in standing up for yourself maybe in office or you know probably also for um maybe public speaking or whatever case may be you know belief in themselves and they can stop smoking but but, how do you, you know, get
0: the, the work um, life balance right I mean that's something that has been yeah. a challenge to me over yeah. the last couple of years because it, it can be something where if I'm working and I'm highly motivated sometimes you can neglect um, you know the yes. good things in life yeah. that um, yeah. make you happy like for me, in my case, like going up to the allotment, taking the time to do that, you know, spinning spinning a few of my uh, records and spending time with my kids and, and stuff like that. Because, you know, you can as well, like it, it needs to be a balance because yeah. you can get burnt out pretty, pretty quickly Absolutely. as well.
1: And now that you've mentioned all of those things, is the allotment, is that something you do for you to give yourself relaxation yeah. time, to give yourself yeah. rest? That's good, and you need to continue to do that. How many hours a week would you put into
0: that? Well, I should be doing more, but yep. because uh, those weeds grow very fast, but yep. uh, no, a couple of hours. I hope to get like a yeah. do my best to get up there a couple of yeah. hours every week. right but it, it, it right. depends, you know. can yeah. absolutely. This, this time of year, there's you know, I wouldn't be up there as much, you know, it's it's yeah. obviously the time of year, but around April um time when you're you know you're planting your planting my yeah. um potatoes and stuff like that. Like we spent more course, time yeah. up there. But um you know it, it's also a case this year where I had to decide and and prioritize what I wanted. You know, like if you try and juggle too many balls yeah. then it's you know you, you can stress yourself out because you know you at one point this year I was focusing on um my business and, and and my clients and getting myself out there doing videos all the whole social media stuff and all of that comes with that and then you know yeah i I have two uh children uh, ten and eight and, you other, know, you're, yeah, you're doing the school runs children. and you're spending time with yeah. them and you're bringing them yeah. here and there yeah and then yeah. in between you're trying to squeeze in things like the allotment and and different things so it can be a case like this year where like you have to say right I need to focus on you know one two maybe three things rather than having a load of things you know you're trying to keep all these balls in the air because you know that's that's not going to be sustainable
1: yeah and I mean that is the secret finding out you know trying to work out how am I going to do this and it's Everybody is in the same dilemma, that we all only have 24 hours a day and we all need a certain amount of rest, okay? We all need to have time with your family. I suppose, you know, one thing you need to do is sit down with your partner and decide, you know, I want to do this and that you both commit to it rather than just one person. Because you don't want her ever to feel that you're doing it just an excuse to get away from the kids or not do something around the house or whatever. So there has to be a commitment that so many hours a week that, you know, you can and then you work out, say, say, five five hours a week, two nights a week, um, half a day on a Saturday, whatever the case may be, right? But this is the time that no matter what, you know, you're assigned for business, unless it's a funeral or something major, you know, these are things that come up, right? So what I would say to you is you've got to decide within yourself, what I'm, what can I do? What can I stretch myself to? i'm on picking up kids i'm on this i'm on that so literally go and sit down with your with your your night with your say eight in the morning 10 o'clock at night whatever it is before you go to bed and you know and then look at what you have to do put down what you have to do first right and then you put down what you you know what you have to as in work as in children as in wife as in you know other commitments you have see what's left and you've got to be honest with yourself. There's so much time left. And in that time, where's my own time for my allotment or my time for a walk or my time for just breathing? And or just relax. reading
0: a book, you know, a non-hypnosis a book book or whatever a non just want. picking up a book, reading it. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, you know, and then you've got to say, well, what time is that? And you've got to be realistic. Sometimes there isn't enough time right now. Sometimes you have to wait a little bit of time when the children are small. Or if you really have a passion for something, you've got to decide, well, this is more important than that. But let it be made, um, let your decision be made because it's what you want, not because of fear. Oh, I have a great excuse not to spend five hours doing this because I'm too busy doing other things. We can all lose time. I lose time. I think losing time is doing something, isn't it? It is,
0: yeah. It's not. It is. It's
1: nothing. I had a girl say to me yesterday, She's she, she works full time, you know, um, she's a nurse and she does all sorts of shifts. Um, she's 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 just moved into a lovely apartment with her boyfriend. And, you know, she doesn't have much time for herself. And she said when she sat down the other day, she felt guilty. She said, guilty for watching two hours of TV. And she said, yeah. I said, but look at all the other things you're doing. You need to have you time. But it's a matter of you prioritizing what's important for you in your life. And being honest with yourself. And not using fear or guilt or regrets, you know, or any of those, you know, feelings to stop you from doing what you really want. If you really want to do it, you'll find two hours.
0: Yeah, exactly. You'll find time
1: for one client. Even one client a week is better than no clients a week, isn't it?
0: Absolutely or that true. one
1: hour that you spend with a client, you spend, am I going to do this? Or ask somebody for help. We're all here to help. You know, what I would say if somebody was coming to me, because I've done life coaching as well, and, you know, before, before I did Hypnotes, I would say, okay, write down what you have to do. I want to see what you do. I want to see what we're, you know. And you always find hours that are flipped to the way that could be from self-care work. Yeah, I'm not talking about doing something else. I'm talking about self-care work because if you don't look after yeah. yourself, Trevor, and if you don't have, you don't build up your confidence, your trust, your belief in yourself, you're going nowhere fast. And we have always have excuses, not the We've always excuses, and they're in our heads. They're real, and they are real because that's our belief at the time. So we need to change. Look at our habits and our behaviors, and change, and look at what we want. If Word with your oyster. Yes, you've got a couple of kids. You can't give them back. And we have a wife or a <laughs> husband, so we can or a partner. So we're kind of stuck with them unless we're not. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So there's things we have to do. Hmm. So what else? What time is left? And I would say you need. I would say to people, even a half an hour, twenty minutes every day to yourself. Is. Taking a breath.
0: Yeah.
1: One or two minutes of breath work, maybe just. Breathing in, breathing out, closing your eyes, breathing in for three, hold for two, release for three, whatever combination of of breath work you want to do. And just imagine sitting on the chair for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds and just building that up to a minute. That's the longest minute.
0: Yeah, it's a a little time that makes a big difference. And I'm sure you have experience as well and I, Absolutely, coming to me. I've
1: three but... kids. Well, well, Routry. yours are so grown up
0: now, aren't
1: Yeah, mine are grown up, but that doesn't mean yeah. I... you don't. Look, it's like anything. When you stop one part, you fill it with something else. So there's always something to be done. Yeah. So, as of about ten years ago, I decided my children were they're I'm thirty-one, twenty-nine, and twenty-six. So they were were ten years younger, right? So when I still had one, maybe doing junior search one doing I always had a junior and a leaving search to, two you know two lots of juniors and leaving cert together. And people were saying, how do you stay sane? Well actually, you know, you know, it's up to them to do the work. I remember one day putting um putting two bottles of um of rescue remedy on the table, right? In front, one in front of the junior cert, one in front of the leaving cert, and we're all at yeah. the table. And they both looked at and both looked at me and my eldest son who who would who was started college system And he picked up the two bottles. He put them one in front of me and one in front of me. He says, Mom and Dad, I think you need this more than we do. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: But the important thing is when I'm working with my client, I give 100% of my time to my client. And I commit myself to my client. And I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about my client the best I can. And I allow my intuition to help me. But in the early stages, it is a matter of, choice for you and decisions for you and any other person starting out fresh it's not going to be easy especially when there's more than just you to look at hmm. and I suppose sometimes am I really doing it for the kids am I doing it for the kids or, I'm doing, or am I not doing it because I want to spend time with the kids and finding the balance that works for you and your family Crazy. you know but Katrina I really enjoyed thing. having this
0: conversation here with you today And, you know, it's been brilliant. Um, But at that time, again, I'm just keeping one eye on the time. It's nearly time to say goodbye. Is there any parting words of wisdom you'd like to share with us before you you say goodbye?
1: What I would say is we all need to look inside ourselves. We've all got to decide what we want for ourselves. And some people say, oh, I can't be selfish. It's not being selfish. What you're doing is you are being true to yourself. You're also taking into account time of family, time at work, time with everything else you've got to do. And where is me time? If you're doing all of these things for other people, what are you doing for you? And I'm not saying like, you know, eight hours a day. I'm talking about a minute, two minutes, building it to five minutes and two or three times a week, having an hour away and doing your own thing. whatever. So it's, it's, that's why no matter what people come for me, I build up their competence the trust the belief building up their empowerment you know and anything else that I feel is appropriate for them but I always ask them first would you like me to help you with this because I always say to people I don't I'm not I can't make you do something you don't want to do it's not like you know on stage hypnosis where you're going to crack like a duck or whatever I, I say to you, you're going to be sitting in a chair you're going to be relaxed you're going to be relaxing your body and that'll just be like you know you're having a doze on the chair that's it well, you'll remember everything i say because your, your unconsciousness will be open to taking in any information but will only take in the information that you want to and i kind of explain things at the beginning of the session like that the first session obviously you know
0: that's a great way you know of, of of relaxing your clients isn't it when when they come in yeah first
1: yeah yeah that's what i do whether they come in or they're on zoom and i say i always work it to whatever place if they're if they're on um if you're um, on zoom i'd say now you're you know if you, you know in the comfort of your own home usually sitting on a nice comfortable couch some people like to sit in their office chair because they have a bed, i'd like you to have a bed. so that if your head wants to rest you're not kind of lost in it and you're not going to have you neck. Know? if it's the young person it's no bother it's just if it's an old person i always conscious of their head and they're you know falling out the chair whatever and i said for some people they might be doing insomnia so i said well if you want to lie in your bed Content with that, you know. Um, it, this is very private, confidential. It's not being recorded. It's whatever said is said, and, and we can start off sitting on a couch, and then if you feel comfortable and you want to hop onto the bed, we can do it that way. You know, but you're not going to sleep. You're just listening to what I'm going to say. You know, really? and it just depends exactly. what you see. it's yeah. really. If you just focus on what the client needs and what the client wants, your nerves will go, because it's not about you about them mm. okay great
0: stuff great stuff katrina thanks well, very much for coming on the podcast really appreciate it and best of luck with it's everything lovely in-
1: speaking with you Trevor. it's lovely it's lovely speaking with you and i really appreciate being able to give even if anybody gets one nugget from that
0: thanks you very can much. see
1: i'm very passionate about everything that i do so um so you know i'd help anybody i can the best way i can
0: Thanks very much, Katrina. And again, it's been great having you on the podcast and had a great discussion. Thanks very much. Keep up the great work. And so we'll see you in a couple of weeks at the Christmas party.
1: You will indeed. So we'll look, forward look forward to it, forward yeah.
0: to it. Absolutely,
1: to be 100%. And anybody that's on the fence about going, make a decision. You're in control of what you want to do. And when you look at the prices, they're all included for everything, for the meal and everything else. You know, so just make sure you book in or at least check it out. And there's a lot of fun people going, you know. It won't be all about work. You'll have a few hours of work in a sense of just, you know, catching up on a few things and they're always amazing. Never, that's why we're so passionate about what we do. It's never work, it's just enjoyment. Yeah. It's just spending good quality time with nice people.
0: And getting the message out about Like-minded people. Exactly, and getting the message out about the different ways we can help people. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening and watching this podcast that aren't hypnotherapists like are going to take a lot from what you've what you've said here today and the discussion that we've had. So thanks very much again. And until next time. You're welcome. Keep up, keep great work. Thank you,
1: Trevor. Bye. Bye, everybody.
0: Katrina. Take care. Folks, it's that Thank time you. again to say goodbye. Um, so, so until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And we see you on the
1: next podcast.